Hi babes and welcome back to another episode of Take Back Your Crown podcast. I'm your host Taylor and thank you so so much for listening in on yet another episode. I am truly blessed for any of you who have listened or have commented on certain things about this podcast and I really appreciate all of the love and support I have gotten Um, this week's episode is actually going to be a little different, um, being that there are a lot of changes being made within our own societal realm, and there actually have been subtle changes that have been, um, or have been in the making for a few years if you have truly noticed it and have seen some of the impact um, and the changes going on within our society. So, you know, growing up, society and the media taught us how to act for so long. And with newer and younger generations, such as like uh, Generation Z and um, millennials as well, um, they're is this like rebellious, revolutionized attitude towards the world. And it is having, I believe, a positive impact while the world does look pretty chaotic right now. And there's a lot going on. This truly is a revolution to a new world, a new era, and a new, like a change in perspective. I I honestly um I remember as a young child and even throughout high school I remember the media created this baseline for you know how we act what's right what's wrong and the biggest thing I noticed was how they determined what was beautiful and what was just beauty in general for example a a lot of those girls shown in the media at the time at least when I was growing up were a size zero had a perfect complexion not a wrinkle no pigmentation no stretch marks and as a young kid seeing those women on tv and in magazines and just in your favorite movies you can only believe that that was the reality and that was how you were supposed to look and if you didn't meet that criteria well then you're shit out of luck in the beauty department same thing with gender norms you know deciding that girls obviously like pink and purple while boys like green and blue which is so funny to me because my favorite colors are green and blue um but such views like that created such a pressure to conform to society and if you didn't it was honestly looked down upon you were completely it it was like you were almost completely outcast if you weren't white if you weren't skinny if you didn't have white teeth or perfect hair or perfect eyes or a perfect body or christian or catholic there was absolutely no room for diversity And that's not what they wanted. Like, society and the media taught us that, like, being different from that was not okay. Um, 
thinking back, uh, I just think about how we have been taught to conform to these societal norms that limit our own individuality and suppress our voice. And it's why, as a kid, at least my own personal experience, I was nervous to even speak out or share my opinions with classmates and peers or getting an answer wrong in class out of fear of judgment and mockery. Um, They wanted you to, what's the word, Um, not go with the flow. I can't think of the word right now, Um, but just go go with everyone else. They wanted you to go with the crowd. They didn't want you. It was like we're a big herd of animals and they just want to all corral us in the same direction. And if you veer off from that, well, you're going to get like mauled by a bear. I don't know. But um, that's what the media taught us. That's what society taught us. If you don't fit in you'll never make it and I remember being consistently judged on the way I looked um, despite my talent what I brought to the table how smart I was my personality any of those things Um, and one of the biggest examples I have is um, I, I was a cheerleader most of my life probably from age four to five until my senior year of high school But there were about two years in there where I wasn't a cheerleader um, and I didn't make the team. And I found out it's because the coach and the other judges thought I was fat. And that broke me because cheerleading was my everything. I worked really hard at it. I was good at it. I loved the sport. It became such a big passion of mine. And I, at one point was one of the only girls that did not make it because of the way I looked. And, um, you know, that, that was me. And I, I luckily didn't give up based on that one circumstance. I kept trying year after year. And once I made it again, I I finished out my years as a cheerleader, (laughs) but others aren't so lucky. Others, kept listening to those voices within society and telling them they'll never make it or they keep doing that there are some people to this day that allow society to control them and they get so down on their luck and they start to believe that this is just where their life is headed this is the direction they just have to go go with the matrix that's what it is right I think go with the matrix is that I don't know if that's right or not um but they keep listening to those voices to the point where they don't even try to break away from it because they they believe what someone else is telling them and this kind of goes back to my episode on self-limiting beliefs so if you haven't listened to that one yet I highly recommend it as I recommend my other episodes to But I do talk a little bit about self-limiting beliefs and that people's influence over us sometimes like make us form this perception about ourselves. And so we don't try to believe anything else. We just believe what they tell us. And, um, you know, beauty norms, 
that was one of the biggest ways of conformity and comparison at the time. Um, but, you know, so was sexuality. So was gender. So was uh, how tall you were, how short you were, your race, your religion. Anything that they could pull apart and push you down, they would. Because it was different. It wasn't white. It wasn't male, to be frank. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, It wasn't male. It wasn't Christian. It wasn't like this picture perfect idea of how the average man or woman should be and should act. And that, honestly, I blame a lot of that on, you know, the way like the older generations grew up because they did grow up in a time that was um, dealt with a lot of suppression and it's been a battle we've been fighting for so long, but honestly, I feel like times are changing, you know, generation Z and millennials. I am a proud millennial. (laughs) Um, we are not accepting this conformity and we're the generations that see and honestly accept people for who they are. And I mean, you do have a few hiccups here and there. You do have those few that were taught differently um, and are not accepting of, you know, gender equality, uh, sexuality, different ethnicities. But we're the generations that were immediately immersed with people of all different races, ethnicities, genders, sexualities. And we're the ones that learned how to accept one another as an individual rather than outcast them for for being them. And I think that's something to be very proud of within our generations because we are so accepting. And um, even one of my neighbors actually said that um, about like our generation we are we are more patient with people who are different and more accepting compared to the older generations um and now more than ever that I feel there is so much love and body positivity within the media and I remember there being a point where I I uh, could not shop in certain stores because of my weight growing up. Not necessarily because they didn't carry the size I wore at the time, but mainly because there was a lack of acceptance within the stores. Um, If you were bigger, you just, you're really going to try and shop at American Eagle and Abercrombie. American Eagle was more accepting, I think. But if you tried Abercrombie or Hollister, they all looked at you. Um, and you know, I was told all growing up, you can't wear stuff like that, honey. And that impacted me a lot as an adult. I grew into a very low self-esteem and had lost complete faith in my ability to dress the way I wanted to without feeling judged. So I formed this style that wasn't really me. It was just dresses and, and things I was comfortable in and like I didn't feel confident in it I just thought that was the way I was supposed to dress because of my weight my style is actually very boho beauty aesthetic and uh most recently gym clothes to be honest but um 
I could never fully embrace my style and who I wanted to be because I was told I could never be that girl. Again, going back to the self-limiting beliefs um, based on what society told me and what the people around me told me or treated me. Today, however, I think, you know, the body positivity movement, being accepting of all sizes and body types has led stores to create diverse sizing and styles that accentuate and flatter everyone, no matter what size they are. It used to be so, so hard to shop plus size with like, you know, the the things that were trendy and the things that you wanted to wear and it was so hard to get away with wearing crop tops and just embracing your body. And honestly, now it's not because we've grown as a society. I know people may doubt and say we're going backwards, but I think in certain aspects, we are moving forwards. It's just a slow progression and we're becoming more open-minded and accepting overall, like I said. Um, but we raised our voices and no, this is who I am. You know, I love my body. I love myself just as I am. And I think it's changed the way society views plus size women. And we've strived away from the need to be skinny and the smallest weight and size possible to becoming more accepting of all sizes and the strive to ultimately just be healthy And I'm not saying this as a backlash to anyone that is a size zero or super skinny or just small framed because again, your body is beautiful just the way it is, but there isn't this added pressure in having to be a size zero in order to be considered beautiful. And, um, you know, women are leaving the concept of skinny and developing one that says, I'm a strong, badass woman, fight me. Maybe not the last part, but (laughs) Um, honestly, I just, I think in that aspect, especially we are revolutionizing society and we are becoming, again, I will say it over and over again, we are becoming so much more accepting and radiating from a place of love, kindness, and equality. And that has spoken volumes over the last few years, despite the divisive chaos that has been caused with the White House, but I do feel that that is all about to change because people are making their voices heard, people are standing for love, equality, and like everyone's just here to live and thrive and become who they're supposed to be, and if we don't have equal rights and acceptance amongst humanity then that gets lost in the chaos so I think we are taking the right steps toward that um while I cannot speak from hands-on personal experience with the LGBTQ community meaning like I'm not a part of it but I have witnessed it firsthand from friends and acquaintances that are within that community (coughs) excuse me And the backlash and lack of acceptance they have had to deal with, similar to race, again, like the Black Lives Matter, matters. (laughs) It's not COVID, I swear. Again, I cannot speak for the ethnic communities. Um, But seeing it happen, 
right in front of our eyes the bullying the hatred the animosity towards those of colors and unique sexualities as a kid watching bullying happen based on someone's color struck me as something just so unjust and i so like i said watching that happen based on something someone can't help is just unjust and i i truly will never understand you if you think it is right to pick on someone um, because of the way that they were born they didn't choose that that that's just the way things happen so it's not right to treat anyone differently because at the end of the day we are all human and we are all searching for our place and our purpose within this world and while me we you know, maybe different on a surface level, we're all the same underneath. We all feel grief. We all feel sadness. We all have times where we're angry. We all feel happiness and we all breathe the same air. I know you all know that, but again, I feel like it just needs to be said (laughs) to those that are still failing to accept equality amongst all people. And again, that's where our younger generations come into play whoop whoop millennials gen z let's go um we were immediately immersed into this society with people of all nationalities sexualities so none of that could even be a question as to why we would treat something differently and of course i will say that racism and any unequal actions is usually taught so um there's that. So we, as a generation, have been immersed with that. But if they're being taught by their parents, there are some amongst us who still fail to treat people with equality. So, um, But another thing is for those that remain in the younger generations as racist and unaccepting, again, that behavior is, it is taught, you know, have you... Have you seen the video? Um, there's like these videos of little kids reacting to men and women of color and different sexualities. Um, and they're paired with someone who may be white or straight or whatever. And the parent will ask them like, what's the difference between the two kids that are playing with like one being white and one being colored? And the kids always answer, you know, I don't see a difference. They're the same. So it's a construct that is completely taught. And for those that are failing to teach their kids love and equality amongst all people, you have a special place in this world. Um, Sorry, I do get carried away with that. And I'm very passionate about that subject. It's just like, I truly do not understand how you can outcast someone just because they were brought into this world looking differently than you. Makes zero sense. Um, I definitely think it does have a lot to do with the older communities, though, as I have mentioned before, and the times they were brought in. Some, some of them were born and grew up in the times of the civil rights movement, And they lived through segregation and they were taught things from the Bible that are still to this day taken so literally. And times have changed. Society has changed and so has the people living in it. And our voices will be heard. And I think that's 
Another huge difference is that the older communities grew up in eras where they did not necessarily have certain rights and they were taught to suppress their thoughts, opinions, feelings, and voices about them out of fear. Not all of them, clearly, or we wouldn't have had the civil rights and women's rights movement, but it's interesting to look at today and find that history's basically repeating itself but this time it's definitely for long-term substantial change that is my honest belief with these younger generations coming into play and um you know people should not have to worry about going out late at night out of fear of being murdered and women should not have to worry about what they wear and should not be afraid to go anywhere alone out of fear of rape People should not have to fear whether they'll ever see their mom and dad again because they were taken from them at the border. We're here because we want a better life for ourselves and the world around us. And that starts with true, honest change. And that's what we, the people, and the voices within the younger generations bring to the table differently than past generations. We won't rest until there is equality amongst every man, every woman, and every child, and that there is an end to white supremacy. And I do know, I I know this episode got a little carried away, but these are things that matter. And these are things that are changing every single day. But the bottom line is that change is coming freedom is coming equality is coming now the one thing to ask yourself here is are you going to be a part of the problem or are you going to be a part of the solution while it remains that we have to come together as a society to make our voices heard you also have to take that stance individually and you have to speak your truth and lead a life of authenticity, of equality, of love, of kindness. If you and your soul don't agree with something or someone and do not see it as right or just, then speak up. Speak up. Use your voice despite fear of backlash or being outcast from family, friends, relationships, whatever. Speak up. You will make a difference. Lead a life of integrity that seeks truth and justice for all of humanity. All right, that concludes this week's episode of Take Back Your Crown podcast. A little different than the usual health, fitness, or mental health chats, but being that these are desperate times for change and that there is change that is coming and there is positive things starting to take place even though it might not feel like it at first um i thought we could talk a little bit about it and be aware of these changes happening and really start to uncover um just how society could one day finally be something accepting of all people as it should because these are basic human rights. Um, but other than that, I hope you have a beautiful Monday, an even better week, and get ready because Thanksgiving's coming, and I'm ready to eat all the food. <laughs> all right, that's it for this one, so I'll talk to y'all in the next one. Love you so much. <laughs>